Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Uh, See, we didn't know. I didn't know. Was that the sigh of that was a good meal? Or was that the sigh of I'm going to start talking and then you say, okay, go ahead. So was I. Okay, go ahead. I didn't have anything important. So you go first. You're not going to appreciate what I'm going to have to say, though. You didn't have anything important either. And I already know that. But I'm going to let you go first. No, but um, I didn't have, you're not going to like what I have to say. Okay. Because you know what the topic of the show is and you know what I'm going to be talking about. Uh But right now I'm going to talk about something. Something else. Something different. Uh, Quick note before we get into that. We ate right before the show again. We did. Wendy's. Wendy's. They make um, a good burger. Go ahead. Yeah, they do. No, so I'm going to let our listeners know that you, JB, yep. are a fucking asshole. Because first of all, what mm. do you do? You fucking overslept. You're supposed to today? get over here. Oh. You overslept today. Yeah. You fell asleep again. Yeah. yeah. Texting you in the morning. Yeah. You're going to come over here at such and such time. Yeah. I never hear from you. I don't hear no. from you. I text you. I don't hear yeah. anything. I call you. Nothing call happens. Me. Called nothing. you again. Nothing. And I'm like, call did me. you fucking fall asleep? You're yeah. like, yep. Yeah. What an inconsiderate prick. Well, and it's weird because I wake up. I Like this morning, it happens all the time on weekends. I'll get up at like, you know, 730 or 8. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, look, I'm up early. Start the day. Mm. Then I sit in that fucking recliner. That fucking recliner. And then sure enough, I watched the other guys, which certainly didn't keep me awake. Sure. And then, uh, yep, I was out. You were out. Yeah. That fucking recliner. So not only that, yeah. but as JB said, mm-hmm. we had Wendy's today. We did. So he texts me yeah. in the drive-thru. Mm. He's like, what do you want? So I tell him, I'll do a Dave's double, no onion with the mellow yellow. You did say that. I did say that. Yeah, I can't. And then five mm-hmm. minutes later, I get a text. Yeah. It says, I forgot the no onion. I forgot the no onion. I did. Well... <clears throat> I've got a sordid past with taking people's drive-through orders. Uh, Do you? Yeah, you've uh, never. I mean, this is like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time we've done this, and mm-hmm. you haven't fucked it up yet. No, but I've got a, a a famous incident with Brandon and Joe that like we were they were in the car with me, and like I don't know what happened. Like I short circuited at the drive-through at Taco Bell one night with them. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. They wanted like ABC, like each of them did. Yeah, and I got them. I got both of them like X Y Z. Like I didn't get any of it right, and they were right in the car with me. They're like, Why I want. They correct you. They tried to one in the car, and I was like, and I just kept talking. I'm like, uh, blah 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 blah, and they're behind me, like, no, I don't want that. I'm like, blah 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 blah. I totally short circuited. <laughs> I had no idea what to do, so I just started blabbering everything off the menu. <laughs> oh, the taco salad, the tostito with fucking sour cream, and Brandon's behind me, like, I don't want that. You didn't see that. <laughs> He'd love to tell you the story sometime. He thinks it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, Fucking inconsiderate bastard! It was. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I just. So lost what did track I have o- to do? I had to pull all these onions off my burger. It took all of like three seconds. It was one onion, but no, you're right. And it was. <laughs> you had to get your fingers in there, which is gross. I get yeah. it. I'm all about not touching slimy things, and yeah. you know, so I wouldn't wanted to do it either. No, I apologize. Fucking I, prick. Uh, yeah. What did you say? You said you can pick them off, you cunt. <laughs> That's my Such version of I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my version of, hey man, I screwed that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I, uh, apologize yeah. my ass. <laughs> you fucking dick. I did say that. You're right. No, actually, you did say, sorry, baby. You can pick them off, you cunt. Yeah. Well, That's so you see. Said. You did say sorry. Yeah. And then yet, yeah. Then right. I followed it up with a good cunt yeah. shot. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, you that show, The Boys, has got me using that word more than I should. And I can't. I don't say it no. around women. I would hope not. No, but I love to use it around guys. And I yeah. call the guys that. I don't right. say like, oh, man. She is a... No, I don't say that. And I don't say like, oh man, I could go for some cunt. (laughs) You know, but I like to call guys that suddenly. Yes. It's because of that fucking show. I thought it would have been because of Sopranos. No, no. Yeah, they did say it on there. But no, I didn't get it from that. I got it from the boys. Because the Mm. main good guy, well, kind of good guy in that says it all the time. The British guy. 
Have you seen the you've seen the show? I've seen a handful of episodes. I haven't seen the whole series. Oh, Oh, right. The main Um, guy, the British dude. Yeah. Um, You bloody cunt. Yeah, what's his name? I don't remember. Why can't I think of him? He was he was in Lord of the Rings. I Um, definitely wouldn't know him from that. And he was in one of the Bourne movies. Mm. And he was in Doom. I really like Judge Dredd. I really like him in in this. Yeah. No, he's good. Anyway. Anyway. That's where I stole it from. Okay. Um, okay. So I've got another thing that I have to talk to our listeners oh about. God, it never ends. So as you all know, mm. JB has a daughter. She's a darling. She is a darling. Mm. And she's about, what, four and a half now? She'll be five end of July. She'll be five the end of July. Five going on 15. That's what I keep telling people. Yeah. Okay. And she's a, she's a smart little cookie because... And, and JB is not a smart cookie because he gives her his phone. I do. She loves it. And she'll play on his phone. Uh-huh. And what she does is she likes to text people that are in his contacts. Correct. She goes into my texting app, um, threads. Yeah. Right. She doesn't text anyone from like my contact list, but she goes into people sure. that I've got a current thread with. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's why I've gotten really careful about who I leave threads open with. Well, I right. used to delete threads anyway. We know that. Yeah. You but did. like I've, I've been getting rid of threads of people that. You know, I don't need her texting like people from work or whatever. But mm-hmm. anyway, yes, Chad's and uh, my ex-wife's are always open, so she likes to just text at will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I will occasionally get a text yeah. from JB mm-hmm. that says, "We're you yeah. know because she can't she she's four and a half she's not she spelling can't, yet. She's, she's not spelling no. Yet. But or she sends voice memos. Those are cute, right? Though. Yeah, those are adorable. And that's the thing is yeah. that she knows how to send voice memos. Yeah. So I'll get a text and it'll be a voice memo and it'll say hi, Chad. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's kind of cute. So I'll reply with like gibberish, or right, sometimes right. I'll just reply as if it's JB or right, whatever. Right. And she may reply back, yeah. whatever. I mean it's it's kind of a cute little yeah. thing. Well, the other thing she knows how to do mm-hmm. is take and send pictures. And videos now, yeah. Oh, and videos she now, She knows too. how to do video now, too, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a video yet. I'm sure you will. I'm sure I will, too. Yeah. And so one day, mm. I'm sitting around, mm. and uh, I get a text from JB, and I knew he had his daughter that day. I'm mm-hmm. like, why is he texting me? I'm like, oh, it's, it's probably his daughter. Mm-hmm. And one picture I got mm-hmm. was... A close-up of this huge scab on his leg mm-hmm. and he's sitting in on the couch or in his chair and there's just like a picture of him like staring off into the distance with this big scab on his leg mm-hmm. and i reply to that message mm-hmm. and i say wow that's a that's a big owie you've got there mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. about, about 20 minutes later mm-hmm. i get another picture from jb mm-hmm. yeah you did now go ahead go ahead pulled down to the ankles sitting on the throne in all this glory now staring right staring right at the camera now we're talking eye contact shit now in my door wide open In my defense, you did. I'll, yeah, you did. He's not making that up. That's a true thing. It, it happened. Um, <laughs> a little awkward for me. I'm not sure I've ever shown someone a picture of me going to the bathroom. Um, but in my defense, and, and I'm not saying that Chad didn't say this, but any parent out there knows, good luck keeping your kid out of the bathroom when you're trying to go to the bathroom. They, they will not have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, I'll close that door and she just pops it right open. She just doesn't, she's not going to have you heard of me. a lock? I, she would freak out. I just, there's, I can't, mm. I don't, I don't think she would, she would be good with that. Okay. Um, actually, I don't know if my bathroom door locks. Does it? I don't know. I've never tried it. I've never taken a shit in there. No. I usually pee with the door open. Right. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you're right. You did get that. And I didn't know she was taking that picture because she walks around with the phone all the time taking pictures of shit. Yeah. I had no idea that she was taking a picture of me at that moment. Sure as hell, there I am. And a couple days later, I get another picture Mm -hmm. of, it's an off-kilter, skewed selfie where half of her head is in frame. Mm Mm-hmm. But in the background, yep. <laughs> there's JB, mm-hmm. fucking eyes closed, yep. 
obviously has no fucking idea no. what his daughter's doing. No. Because he passed out. I was getting a moment. <laughs> I was getting a moment of peace. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that picture that picture actually is really indicative of that whole dynamic because there she is taking a selfie with your phone mm -hmm. there you are in the background eyes closed and it just goes to show that you really have no idea what the fuck she's doing on no your i phone. have no idea no and you don't lock your phone i think that's no. crazy i uh do you lock not lock your phone because you let your daughter play with it well actually reason? i well now with the new job i have to have a lock on it because they put all of their um they put their Outlook stuff on there, so now they oh. make me have a lock on it. Mm. But I unlock it for her to play with it, and the intention is that she's going to watch YouTube Kids on it. Sure. Um, but she <clears throat> spends a lot less time watching videos and a lot more time now suddenly <laughs> texting people and calling people <laughs> and sending pictures and videos. <laughs> she loves taking videos now. That's her new thing. <laughs> so, yeah, she just thinks it's just the, the darndest thing. So I really, oh, I probably God. should start being careful about what she's taking pictures of because I really don't know. <laughs> you think? I have no idea. Yeah, and my my phone doesn't make like a clicking noise because I have it on. I, I silence that the button noise. Oh sure. So she she could walk around. I mean, she can take pictures of anything. I have no idea. <laughs> like when I was in the bathroom, she was just walking around with the phone. I didn't know she was taking a picture. She sure was. Yeah, she sure was. She can make a whole movie about my life, and I wouldn't know it because I don't doesn't make any noise. <coughs> So, uh, yeah, she's, that was good stuff. So man. anybody out, well, most of our listeners probably won't get a text from me or a call from me, but if you do happen to get a text from me, um, just understand if you open it and it's just a bunch of Gibberish. syllables strung together, or it's a picture of me, like grabbing the noodles out of the cabinet. <laughs> that was not really what I, that wasn't really for me. Yeah. What's funny is that you caught it shortly thereafter though, after mm -hmm. I got the, the crap picture. Yeah. You you replied shortly thereafter something like, "Well, that's embarrassing." Yeah, or something like that. yeah. Because <laughs> what I do is I have to I, I I occasionally will check on what she's doing. Like I let her. Oh walk. well, that's good of you. Yeah. Well, to I let occasionally her, do that. I let I mean, her walk don't around do it regularly. I <laughs> just occasionally check on what she's. Up I let to her walk now. around with it and just do whatever. But occasionally I have to grab it just to see who she's texting because I don't want her texting like. Um. I don't want her texting like you know girls that I that I've that I've dated who might be in my you know text system right. yet. Right. Well, I'm I'm not dating them anymore, and she's like you know I can't have her sending pictures to them or messages. That makes like things if really you're taking a shit. Right. Well, yeah, especially right, right. So yeah, I have to start being a little more careful. Now I've deleted all the text threads except for you and. Obviously, her mom is in there as a texter. That's the only two I've got open now. Mm. Everything else I try to keep deleted because, yeah, I just can't. I can't risk it. Yeah. Now that you've seen me on the toilet, there's really not a whole lot you can't see. No. Because <laughs> no. no. the other stuff that I would do, I won't do with her around. So yeah, anything right, you just, right. the worst thing you can see that I would, when I would have her over is that, right? <laughs> there's really only one other activity that I would right. be too embarrassed for someone to see. Right. <laughs> And if you're seeing, I hope you don't do that with her there in right. the door wide open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever get a picture of me doing that and I'm not holding the camera, probably call child services. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. You've seen about the worst of it at this point. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else she would capture. Boy, that. the worst of it or the best of it. Yep. I just, I lost my shit when yeah. I saw that. No pun intended. You had no idea that was coming. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That was so. She got me good, you funny. fucker, didn't she? <laughs> she did. Well, shit. <laughs> oh god. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, that was <sighs> day in the life. And you still let her play with the phone. Yeah, that's the thing. And well, you probably still shit with the door wide open. Yeah. Um. The other thing of it is too is that I can't. Uh. Well. I don't want to keep people to get the wrong idea. I don't let her go on the... I mean, she doesn't go on the internet and do stuff. Like, I don't... You know, I've never caught her doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't think she knows how to get to the internet. I don't think she knows what button that is. Or I'm if sure. she does, she doesn't use it because she probably doesn't quite know... Well, she doesn't know how to spell anything. Right. So she can't go to she websites can't or anything. She can't Google anything no, unless no. it's Googling XTT751. Right, right. Um, right. So, yeah. She, you know, texting YouTube kids and taking pictures and videos. That's her, that's her jam. A couple times she's opened the dating apps. I've caught her doing that. Oh. Because, you know, Match has its own yeah. icon on there. And yeah. eHarmony has its own icon. So this last Thursday, I think it was, when she was over, 
um, she was doing something and she started laughing and I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and I grabbed the phone and I don't know what she's, I don't know what she thought was funny, but I grabbed the phone and it was on like some girl's profile on match. And I'm like, <laughs> close it. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something yeah, right. like some, some gal that you're actually really interested in yeah. and you're like, I think I'm going to write to this one, but yeah. she beats you to it and she sends her a, a picture message of me on the that toilet? says, well, you can't send pictures Oh, that's right. Match, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but sends like a your first message is something like slitherish blocks. Right, right. You know, or <laughs> worse yet, she you know realizes that auto autofill is a thing and starts just hitting oh, that god. button. You know, oh god! Oh god! Right. That's what I'm surprised that it doesn't autocorrect her stuff because I replied yeah. to one of her one of her texts that she sent me, and I tried to type in just complete gibberish, but it autocorrected to something. I can't remember what it was. I'm surprised. That, do you right. not have autocorrect? I do. Or I've got autofill on there. Yeah, because I use it. Huh. So I don't know why she's not getting that. Weird. I'm actually glad she doesn't get it because then who knows what people would be getting. <laughs> right. Just random sentences. Random like, sentences. Random swear words. Because I swear a lot on text <laughs> message as well. Right. So there'd be a lot of fucks probably flying to somebody. <laughs> My mom. Yeah. Who knows? Um. Fuck broccoli cheese dick. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That'd be that that's what exactly what it would be. Just complete at least it'd be real words though. That's probably the next step in my in her evolution. She'll learn how auto auto complete autofill works and she'll start doing that. Uh yeah, she's squirrely that one. I just I'm I'm just kind of blown away that she knows how to do all that stuff. Yeah, I well I guess and maybe that's not un, uncommon for kids well, that probably age. Probably not, no. But holy shit. I mean that's not smartphones aren't difficult to get a grasp of no. but i mean it's taking a photo and sending it as a text and i mean yeah. there, there are a few steps involved in that yeah well <clears throat> no and i'm not trying to say my kid's smarter than everyone else's kid i'm sure yeah like you said i think a lot of kids probably know how to do it but it did surprise me that she learned how to send the voice memos because i right. i was i didn't know how to do that until just recently right i didn't know either you, i didn't know you could do that right um and then when she started sending voice memos to you i'm like how is she doing that i had to figure it out myself right um so she learned that before i did i don't know yeah but i and she obviously knew how to do it because she holds it just long enough to say hi chad mm -hmm. or whatever yeah yeah huh. yeah and i know when she's doing that because i see her you talking into my phone yeah i can start right. talking into the phone right and i hear the name and i'm like oh <laughs> which is <laughs> odd because she doesn't know how to read so like oh like how does she know it's a text to me yeah i don't right. know i don't know that's great you're right yeah she doesn't know how to read so she, I don't know if she just recognizes, cause you know, the, uh, you know, the letter, the little symbol next to your name is, it's, it's just a big, is a C or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she just knows that C is you. So if I added two people with C's in there, I don't know that she would know, you know, she obviously can't read your name. Right. Maybe she just sees C and knows that that means Chad. That could be. I don't know how, I don't know how Unless she Unless it's just luck of the draw and she's. Right. Texting randomly. Right. I don't know. To, she doesn't know who it, well, right. no, she know she says my name. She has so, your name on it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know huh. how that works. I think it must be the letter C. She knows is yours. What? Well, yeah, you don't use uh, you don't use pictures for uh -uh. contacts, do you? No. Yeah, I do that. So it's just the letter C. I think she yeah. just knows. Or like when I was dating, when I was going, when I was dating Erica, mm -hmm. it was an E, and I think, and because she would text her too, oh, okay. and I think she would just see the E and know who it was. I think she just knows by letter. So. So you don't use pictures? Why? Because you think it's stupid, or you're lazy, or what's the? I don't have pictures of people. I don't know where I would get those pictures. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a picture of you that I would put into my phone. Got it. I have zero pictures of you. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> um, <laughs> side story. Yeah. Focus of the show today, by the way, is the release. The releases. The releases. But, yeah. Uh, quick thing before we get into that. Yeah. A more somber topic. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, more somber than you taking a shit than me seeing it? It actually, it probably is, but that for me personally, that was pretty bad. But uh, I saw this documentary on HBO blah, 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 last week called "The Homeless Kids of Orange County." Okay. Now, that's in California. Yes. Yeah. And according to the documentary, now this documentary was clearly probably ten years old, so I don't know if it's still true. Mm. According to the documentary, it's one of the wealthiest uh, um, counties. counties in the United States. Sure. Which I don't know if it is or not, but. <clears throat> um, it also happens to be where Disneyland is, is in Orange County. Yeah. So, homeless kids of Orange County. Now, when I saw the title, I expected it to be like, you know, older teenagers that were homeless, like 15, 16-year-olds. 
Okay. Which still would be like, oh man, hard luck. Like that sucks. Like they deserve a home. Like that would have been hard to watch too. Mm -hmm. This was like preschooler and like elementary school kids. Now, when I say homeless, they're not out on their own. Right. They live with their families, but their families are homeless. Right. So the point of this documentary is there's this, <clears throat> there's this flea bag shit, shit hole motel in, in Orange County. It's within like a block, like it's a block away from Disneyland. Okay. And, um, that, that there, it, this, this motel hotel, what's that? Motel's the one where it has the doors exposed yes. on the outside, right? A hotel, yeah. you have to go in to get to the place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a motel then. Okay. Uh, which are always dirty. I don't remember the last time I stayed in a motel. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. shitty usually. Yeah. This place is shitty. And all these families live there that don't have any other place to live because they can't afford a place to live in Orange County because of the fucking price costs there. Mm -hmm. So a hotel room at this at this motel like per week is like I don't know what it was. I think I think I think one of the moms said it was like it came to like $700 a month for a motel room mm -hmm. uh, in or in this shitty motel. But rent payments in Orange County for like a studio according to this lady, were like 13, 1400 bucks a month. Right. So these families can't, they literally mm -hmm. can't even afford a studio apartment. Like that's even too much money. Mm -hmm. So they end up living in these motels. So they were showcasing these families where like, it'd be like the parents and like three or four kids living in a fucking motel room. In mm -hmm. a room. Right. One bathroom. Uh, um, you know, uh, some One of them had- two beds. Right. Yeah, two beds. Yeah. Um, like a closet and like a one TV, like that was their, that was their, their, their home, their house. Mm -hmm. The worst part of the whole thing, the saddest part of the whole thing was and not, not sad. It's actually, it's good that it exists, but I didn't know the places like this existed. There's actually a school, a charter school, um, in that area called, I think it was called hope school, um, funded by the state, um, where you don't, they kids can go there without a permanent address. Like oh, you don't need to sure. have a, a, like an actual residence to like register your kids there. Got it. And you can go there regardless of where you live. Like it's not, there's no district for this school. Okay. Any kid can go there. How do they get them there? Uh, the school um, has a contract with, uh, I want to say boys and girls club or United way. One of the two, uh, they would use like charter vans to go pick up these kids and bring them to the school. Hmm. And then they would drop them all off in the afternoon. Okay. Um, but these charter vans would literally was going motel to motel to motel, picking up kids. Like it's all motels all over orange County that are doing this. Um, but you hear these little kids talk and we're talking like, I don't know, first or second graders. Mm -hmm. And like the person who's doing the documentary would ask them like, you know, where did you live before you came to the motel? And some of them would be like, Oh, the park. What? Like yeah. I had, I had to stop and be like, wait, what, what, how, how the fuck? These kids are talking about sleeping in the shrubs at parks because their parents were too afraid <clears throat> to let them sleep. Even though the parents are sleeping beside them, the parents were scared to have them sleeping like exposed. Mm -hmm. So the parents would have them like burrow into like shrubbery and like sleep in the bushes. And then the parents would sleep off like on the edges of the bushes, like on the ground, like on the outside. And right. all of their belongings would just be like in like plastic bags, like lined up on the ground. I, I, it blew my fucking mind. What a fucking horrible story. Yeah. Uh, no. And I know that there's homeless families. I get it. And some of them talked about like, you know, oh, we lived in our car. Uh, we lived in our van. We lived whatever. The park was by far the worst I heard. I, I just, I couldn't. And I don't, you don't have to have kids to understand how horrible this is, how tragic it is. But me having a four and a half year old, I, I can't imagine telling my four and a half year old, we got to go sleep in the shrubbery out at the city park tonight. I, I, I can't imagine it. Mm -hmm. She would lose her shit. There's no way. Oh, now these would, kids, but the, well, the, I know she's, she's conditioned for something. Right. Else and, right. But, but still, I just, could you imagine looking at your five-year-old and being like, yep. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. tonight, tonight no, we don't even have a motel room. So, no, I know. I know. Not, I know. But I just mean that she's, she's used to a house. For them, right. And, well, and that, and sadly right. that's the case with these ones, these kids, because the narrator would be like, God, it was sad. It was a sad documentary. Now, you know me. I do know you. I don't get real teary eyed about a lot. No, you don't. I'm pretty, pretty leathery. It's pretty leathery. You know. Now, that's not to say things don't bother me. Right. But I just don't show it very often. I'm, right. I'm pretty stone faced when it comes to what bothers me and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
but kids always seem to, and like most people, right? Kids always seem to get you where it counts, right? right. Typically that happens. But like it gets the narr- right in the field. Yes. Yeah. So the narrator, um, well, yeah, because like homeless adults, I feel bad for them. That sucks. I, I, I understand the plight. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I can't empathize because I've never, you know, right. been there, but I, I get it. Right. Um, but I don't, sh- I don't show it. But kids, it's like, oh, God. It was mm-hmm. tough to watch. Um, so the narrator would ask these, like interview these, these little kids. And she's like, um, you know, what, what's, what's your, what's your, like, what's your dream? Like, what's something you, what's the biggest thing you dream of? And the kids will be like an apartment. Right. Oh my God. Like these poor kids, like that's their biggest dream is just to live in an apartment. That's all they want. Mm -hmm. All they want is to have a wall that they can get some privacy from their siblings and parents. Right. All they want is a place to live that has a fucking roof. That's not going to disappear the next day. Like, that's these kids' biggest dreams. And these kids are, like, seven years old. Mm. Like, seven-year-olds should be dreaming of going to space or being the president or fucking being a firefighter or whatever the fuck, right? Right. Or of having a pony or whatever the fuck. These kids, their dream is to live in an apartment. Because mm. to them, an apartment is, that's pie in the sky, brother. Well, yeah. Because that, Compared to that beats the park. Right. Yeah. Right. It beats the motel. Even if it's a studio apartment, it's still better than a fucking motel. Right. At least you don't have your, your your door doesn't have a key that every person you know every janitor has like fucking access to or whatever. Like it's not you know it's a it's a permanent home. Mm-hmm. So like, or they would ask these kids like, what are you looking forward to? These are like seven or eight year olds, and the kids would be like, oh, nothing really. And the narrator would be like, well, in life, like just you know for the rest of your life, like what makes you happy to think about for the rest of your life? Like what? Because you know she was trying to make sure they understood what she was saying, right? Like mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to? She's trying to explain what that means. And after explaining it, the kids are like, um, I, nothing, I guess. Nothing, really. Like, they, there was nothing that excited them about their future. Because mm-hmm. she'd be like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they'd be like, I don't know. I don't really think about it. Well, yeah, they don't think about it because they don't know where their next meal is going to come from. Right. So, thank God this school exists called the Hope School. Uh, state-funded, charter vans, I already explained that. So, the kids absolutely get breakfast and lunch there, provided by the school. So, mm. they guaranteed get two meals a day there. But they interview one of the teachers and they're like, hey, what about the food here? Like, where do you guys get it from? And she's like, oh, it's all state, you know, it's state food that comes from, you know, the the state sends it to us. And the narrator is like, oh, is it good? And the teacher's like, oh, I've never eaten it. And the the narrator's like, oh, well, why is that? And the teacher's like, I I don't want to eat what they're eating. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have my kids eat that. And then it shows what they're eating. And it was, I mean, you know, and now food is food, right? I get it. Mm-hmm. And to these kids, it's probably the best fucking food they're going to get all day. Right. But from a, from a, from a, from your or my standpoint or the teacher standpoint, clearly it was not food that is, looks very appetizing. Like it showed what they had. It was like, you know, the gross, like old, like nasty hot dog on like a, you know, generic, like on the bun that's too, like doesn't fit right. And like, it's burnt and like the fucking like fruit is in like this like metal can with it just like it looked like elementary school food from 30 years ago right like mm. it was probably the fuck kind of food that we ate when we were in elementary school because back then huh. it was right. suitable but by today's standards especially with, with you know um like michelle obama's the school lunch thing that she started mm-hmm. they are definitely not following those guidelines and it's because it's all state funded subsidized nobody gives a fuck it's just yeah they're the whole fucking just send it right. to them it's food right oh they're not gonna complain it's food so these kids automatically get breakfast and lunch there's no charge to go to the school there's no money involved whatsoever right which makes sense of course because mm-hmm. nobody has any fucking money sure. um but it talked about these parents like uh the one of the one of the parents there a set of parents they interviewed the mom worked overnights at a hospital as a nursing assistant she made what'd she make ten dollars an hour i think it was uh, and her husband just got fired from Target. I don't know. And it didn't say why or what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was for a reason or not. But he he was unemployed. Um, and they had two elementary school kids, a junior high age kid, and an infant. They had four kids in this motel room. Jesus. Um, now, mm. you know, not to sound like a prick, but mm, the infant was less than a year old. Now, if you guys were living in a motel when right. you... I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but maybe right. we should go easy on the pregnancy stuff until right. we know we can have a place to live. I'm just saying. Now, it didn't say, I don't think it said what the backstory was. Maybe they had a house prior to that motel room. Sure. Maybe yeah, that, maybe they be. just got kicked right. out. So if that's the case, then no big deal. But it is a little hard for me to be like, oh, poor them. They have an infant. Well, 
Mm. Did you get her pregnant in the motel room, Steve? Because that right. was just a bad idea. That's just lack of planning. With 16-year-old Jasper in the bed next Correct. to Correct. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it talked about the sleeping arrangements. Like one kid laid on a blanket on the floor. That was his bed. Every night he puts a blanket on the floor and that's where he sleeps every single night. Uh, mom and one kid would be in one bed. Dad and another kid would be in another bed. And mm. then one or two kids would be on the floor. And that's that's how they did it. One tiny motel room bathroom for everybody in the house. Um, they had like dressers in the bathroom. Like not wooden ones, but like the plastic like drawer ones from Target. They would have them like stacked on top of each other in the bathroom because they had nowhere to put their clothes. Right. So I just folks out there to imagine what it, that what that looks like. Imagine your family that you have right now living in a fucking motel room. Like where would you, you know, clothes, toys, stuff, anything. Right. So this motel, when they kicked people out, because they would throw people out that if their kids were causing constantly causing problems sure. or they couldn't pay. Uh, when they kicked people out, they would em- the stuff that was left behind the motel room, they would dump in a dumpster. And this documentary followed this group of kids when they knew somebody was getting kicked out, they would go dumpster dive for all the toys. Sure. Because these kids don't have their own toys. They want to see what the other kids had too and steal those out of the dumpster. Um, bed bugs. They interviewed a 13 year old that lived in this motel and she was itching herself constantly during the interview. And they're like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I, you know, it's bed bugs. And she said it super nonchalant. And the narrator's like, you have bed bugs? And she's like, well, yeah, a lot of kids around here do. A lot of these beds have bed bugs already. And what, mm. are, you know, we, what are we going to do with some motel do? room? Right. Well, then they went and talked to one of the adults and the adults like, oh yeah, when they do the treatment for the mattress, they take the mattress out, they set it up by the dumpster up against a fence, let it air out. And then within like a week, they'll go clean and then they bring it back to the room again. And then they showed, they went and videotaped by the dumpster and there were like two mattresses sitting up against this fence. Like that's really how this motel does it. So not only are you, I mean, they're cleaning it, but first of all, first they let it sit by the dumpster for two days. Right the fuck is going on here mm. and the people that own these motels well you can't tell me that they give too much of a fuck right obviously not because all no. these hotels it, like the during the documentary it would show like the sign like the the rates mm. and almost all of them had hourly rates well everyone oh, knows what that means right sure. of course it's a shitty fucking motel right um <laughs> there was one hotel that had a sign that said no prostitution and right under it was a sign for rates and it said hourly rate like 13 dollars. <laughs> what the fuck How, who's gonna use it for an hour that's not fucking somebody Right. What are you using it for then? Right. So anyway, it was tough to watch. Um, and these kids, man, and, and this school, it was it was literally like a two-room school. So like, I can't remember what the grades were. From like, from like first grade to fourth grade, we're all in one room with one teacher. I don't know... I, I, by education standards, by the state standards, I don't know how they're, how that's working, mm. but there's one teacher had a classroom with all those ages in it in one group teaching all of them at the same time. No idea how that's they do tough. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand right. it. Um, so that was, so yeah. And there were like, uh, I don't know how many, a handful of teachers that worked there. And then at the very end of the documentary, it kind of wrapped up, like gave follow up on some of the stories of some of the people. And one of the teachers that they did all the interviews with got laid off because of state cuts. <laughs> of course mm. she did. Right? right. I just got to be fucking kidding me. Um, anyway, homeless kids of Orange County. Really uplifting. HBO it, folks. I dare you. I, I challenge you to watch that and not feel a little bit of lump. I don't care how much of a tough guy you are. I dare you to watch that and not feel a little bit bad. Sure. Watching these kids play soccer in a parking lot all fucking night. And I'm not kidding you. That's what it was. They were out there like kicking a ball around this parking lot full of cars, cars driving in and out. They're dodging traffic, trying to get their soccer ball. Mm. There's fucking gang members in, sorry to stereotype folks, what appeared to be gang members hanging out on the fucking balconies of these motel rooms, fucking, you know, mm. handing cash back and forth. Dudes wearing right. like Dodgers jerseys, tattoos all over themselves. Right. And these people, that's where their kids, that's their kids backyard. Cause they have nowhere else to take them. Kids yeah. go outside and play <clears> in the parking lot. With the dumpsters and the cars and the gang members walking around. Jesus Christ. And they like talk to the kids about the police coming there and the kids are like, oh yeah, police are here again. Like, like while they were shooting like one of the scenes in the parking lot, a police car was sitting there and they were asking this little girl and I don't, she, she was probably nine or 10 and they're like, oh, the police are here. That is that, does that happen a lot? And she's like, oh yeah. Why do they come here? Um, you know, a lot of times people just like to like to beat each other up or, or they get hurt <laughs> and the narrator's like, oh. And sure as shit, there's a cop standing out by his car talking to somebody, and you're like, wow, what the fuck? Oofta. I don't think I'm going to watch it. It was tough, man. Well, you're a heartless prick. You probably wouldn't have any feelings for it. No, I wouldn't watch it for the same reason I don't watch the news. Oh, yeah. I like to bury my head in the sand. Yeah. It was tough. I And I knew there were homeless families out there, but I just, you don't know how bad it is until you see, until you see it, I guess, so... 
Um, I can't remember this. The person who made the documentary was something Pelosi or no. Can't be Pelosi. I've got to be making that up. I think you probably are. <laughs> no way. I can't remember. Anyway, I don't know. I can't remember her last name, but she did an excellent job. It was really well done. I mean, it was, it was clearly an older documentary from, you know, it wasn't super modern, uh, but just heartbreaking because you know, nothing's changed in that situation. Sure. Even if she shot that 10 years ago, it's still, you go drive out there today. It's oh, the same sure. thing. Nothing. What right. are these people supposed to do? Right. When rent is that high, well, what are you supposed to do? You got four kids. Mm-hmm. Well, how much do you have to make it your job to afford that? Right. People who are making 10 bucks an hour, they can't afford $1,300 a month. <laughs> oh. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I make more than that, and I'm and I nine eighty five a month is what I pay, and I notice it when that and comes out of my tight. account. Right. It's not like it's yeah. you know, Jesus yeah. Christ. And yeah. it was sad because it went all. I'll get I'll, I'll get off of it here, but um, some of it was one of the worst parts probably, is when they asked the kids because one of the motels they were doing the interviews that was a, literally across the street from one of the Disneyland entrances. So like they would ask the kids like, "What's it like living across the street from Disneyland?" Like kind of like that must be exciting. And their kids are like, oh, I don't know, I'll never be able to go there, so I guess it doesn't really matter. And then Eric's like, oh, well, don't you ever, um, uh, do you ever, do you ever like, you know, get to watch from outside or see anything from outside? And the kids are like, oh, well, they do fireworks every night. We get to watch that. And I'm like, oh my god. Mm. So yeah, during one of the scenes, two these two little boys go into the Disneyland parking lot in the of Disneyland, and they're laying in the parking lot watching the fireworks. And they're like, oh, look at that one, look at that one. Right. And all these people are walking by, like stepping around them with strollers and fucking going right. out to their SUVs and their fucking whatever. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> Why would you watch it? I don't know, because I, I just, I, I, I like to watch that kind of stuff because I like to see the gritty, you know, I, I want to I, I wanna see like what life is like for people. But man, then you watch it and you're like, ooh, I feel like shit. Mm. I don't know. What am I going to do? Right? I don't know. Right fly out there and fucking have a move into an apartment with me. I mean, I, I, you know, right. But still it's just state funded, I guess. I don't know. And Minnesota probably does the same thing. I have no idea. I, there's probably stuff like that here. Oh, too. I'm sure there I'm is. Sure I'm sure there there's is. a motel yeah. in North Minneapolis or not North Minneapolis, but in Minneapolis somewhere mm. where families live that can't afford a fucking apartment in Minneapolis. Right. It's just too bad. Huh? <sighs> so let's get into the real topic now that we're all jazzed up and happy for the rest of uh society god damn it it was hard i'm not laughing at the story i know you're not you're laughing at me because i basically i basically fucking threw a giant black ball of sadness into our show there's no coming back there is no coming back for it but now but now we're gonna talk about your uplifting topic right how do you this is the most awkward segue we've ever had on the show. How do you segue from what I just talked about to what you're about to talk it's, about? It sounds really selfish. Now. Sure does. It really sounds selfish. It sure does. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm releasing an album. Yay! Mm. It must be nice to have all this stuff. Right. <laughs> exactly. As we sit in my studio oh, with my God. guitars and my audio interface oh, and my microphones no. and my computer. No. I, I just it was a little bit of an awkward transition i a you know, little bit well, it's just <laughs> it's pretty fucking awkward that's yeah, pretty awkward I mean, right? again how do you i don't know how do you I pivot just, i don't know there's not a good way that's there? a 180 man yeah, i don't know how to do it either i guess we just forgetful just, we forget about the last 20 minutes yeah um <laughs> yeah folks so let's on talk to a about, happier topic <laughs> mm, that's rough <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> set me up to fail here it's like look at this asshole i just got done talking about homeless kids and this fucker is gonna talk about himself. all the free time he has to make music because he doesn't have to worry about your know, money right you fucking dick. he's got all this square footage just for himself and his little dog must be rough <laughs> I didn't even think of a transition plan to get out of that topic. No, I actually. didn't either. No. I would, the whole time I was thinking, how are we going to pivot? Because you knew how it was, was coming. But right. yeah, we didn't talk about how right. we were going to go from one to the other. Right. Well, huh. you got to just do it now. Well, here we are. Rip the bandaid off. So here's the backstory a little bit. Okay. Um, as some of our listeners may or may not know, I have released three albums thus far. I released my first one in the spring of 2018, released the second one in the spring of 2019, and then the third one in the fall of 2019. And as our listeners probably also know, I've been doing some online dating, and I decided to do an album 
strictly based on online dating. I guess it's kind of like my Taylor Swift thing, mm. where mm. each song is about a specific girl yeah. that kind of blew up in my face yeah. one way or the other, whether it's getting ghosted or being told I'm not active enough or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So over time, I was working on this album, and mm-hmm. I was uh, basically, I had everything done, mm-hmm. except I didn't know what I was going to do for an album cover mm-hmm. yet. But the plan was to release that this spring, mm-hmm. because it was ready to rock, and that's, you know, a year ago I re- released an album this spring, so I figured, yeah, the spring would be a good right. time to release this. Right. It's called These Online Gals, mm-hmm. is the name of the, the album. Mm-hmm. Well, our world changed, and something happened this spring. Mm-hmm. Um this COVID thing Mm. that you've probably heard people talking about and I lost a job Mm -hmm. and I decided, you know what? I should do an album about COVID-19. So I wrote down a list of topics and I only came up with like seven initially. And people out there are thinking, how do you make music about people getting an airborne virus and potentially dying from? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the magic of Chad. He can make anything funny. Right. Yeah. So go ahead. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Is that for those that aren't aware, my music is very sarcastic. Yes. And it, I don't really have a lot of serious songs. No. Um, so obviously, this COVID nineteen album does not focus on death. No. And fear no. and whatever. No. It's all. It's honestly, it's very selfish. Well, it's, it's very lighthearted. It's very lighthearted. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't, I'm not necessarily making light of the situation, but we, I mean, we've seen, we've seen these videos on YouTube that are pretty entertaining about social isolation and about wearing masks and stuff like that. And that's essentially what you did. Right. And that's exactly what I did. Right. So I sat down and I decided, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to do an album on Mm COVID-19. So every song is going to have something to do with the pandemic. Yeah. And I ended up. And this is a record for me. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. I ended up averaging a song a day for the first seven days, and seven that's, days straight. That's from pencil and paper, first word to fully edited, polished, finished song. Yes. In 24 hours. Yes. Man. Seven in a row. Seven days in a row. Right. And I've never done that. Right. I mean, I've probably written, usually it takes me a couple days to flesh out a song mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll, I'll poke around with the song structure for mm-hmm. maybe a day or two or mm-hmm. a few hours, whatever. And it may take me several hours or a couple days, depending on how much time I spend mm-hmm. on it to flesh out the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a while to record all the tracks and then to mix it. Yep. And yeah, I was, I was like You're sitting down and just rock, knocking the shit out seven songs a day. Now, do you seven, think- Seven days, seven songs, yeah. a song a day. Yeah. Now- let me get into your head a little bit. Okay. Do Crawl you think, in there. Do you think that was... Now, I know nothing about writing music. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about writing movies or scripts or scripture, even for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I probably shouldn't be writing scripture, right? <laughs> Isn't that only written once, typically? Yes. <laughs> yeah. no, one, no one's writing scripture anymore, no. right? Like, that was done a few years ago? That was, that was done a while ago. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, what do you think made you what 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 made that go so easily? Was it the abundance of different angles to view the pandemic from, and you just you had a lot of springboards, or was it just because it was a different topic than the online dating album, so it felt like you had fresh material to work from? Mm-hmm. What was the like what or was it just simply you were just kind of bored and you're like, well, I got nothing else going on. I'll think of this right. or a combo of all. I, it's probably a combo, man. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Because mm-hmm. um, that sounds really fast to me. I don't know anything. It is really fast. No. I mean, it, so to put it in this perspective, my first album took me about two years to right. fucking write ten and write and record and produce ten right. songs. And this album, by at this point, it's done, right? You've got it all set. Yeah. So by the time, this, so total time for this one was what? A week. Well, ten days. Ten days. Yeah, for everything. Ten. No, about two weeks for everything. About okay. two weeks for everything because two yeah. weeks to two years. That's the, that's how much faster you got. That's incredible. Right. So, and I don't, I don't know, obviously I had more time on my hands Mm -hmm. because of the no job and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. But I mean, in the past I would work on, you know, I had a job and I worked on these other albums and I would still like weekends, I would dedicate my whole weekend to writing songs and that sort of thing. Right. And I still never moved at this clip. Right. It was, it was weird. I mean, when I sat down right away, I was just kind of dinking around. I'm like, okay, the first song I'm going to write is just going to be called COVID-19. It's just going to be a general overview of of Uh the pandemic. Yeah. And I knocked that out in a day. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. 
that was fast. Like, okay, let's move on to the next. And I looked at my list. Yeah. And I just kept doing that day after day. Yeah. And I would start with nothing. Right. And end up pen to paper to finish product at the end of the night. Yeah. And so, I mean, and it's, so I've got the first song is just about the pandemic itself. The second song is about going stir crazy, which I really haven't. So I kind of fibbed a little bit about that Mm -hmm. on that one, but it's still kind of a funny song. Third one is like about how we have all these, uh, this mixed, mixed information about the virus where it's like the masks work. They don't work. You can, you can get it twice. No, you can't, you know, that sort of thing. Kids can't get it. Yes, they can. Yep. And like how we just There's talking out of, of our ass kind of. Yeah. I did one about homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't have kids, so I don't have any firsthand knowledge. Right. But I've heard plenty of stories oh, yeah. about what people are dealing yep. with. Yeah. Got one about hoarding. Yeah. Got one about social distancing. Yeah. Got one about wearing masks. Yeah. Got one about dating. Yeah. And I took a page out of your book a little bit there, mm-hmm. like what it's like trying to date someone when you've got this pandemic and there's nowhere to go and yep. nothing, you know, that sort of thing. Get walking. And I got a song about the new normal mm-hmm. where some people are saying that things are never going to go back to the way they were. Yep. Um, song about being unemployed. Yep. That, and that's all stuff that everyone... The funny thing about that album, and I obviously haven't heard anything, but the 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 not funny, but the the cool thing about that is every single song on there almost everyone in the well in this country anyway will relate to in some form or fashion right right because this wasn't this isn't online dating where half the people have never done it right everyone had experience with this Mm -hmm. now there are some some folks in like arkansas and fucking montana that didn't have to do a lot of isolation but almost the rest of all their entire rest of the country knows what is going to get it yeah for sure um and that's the interesting. Even the unemployment, even people who didn't lose their job, I guarantee they did. know somebody because everybody right. knows somebody that lost their job. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, I don't know. That's that's a crazy fast clip or pace. I don't I don't know. Again, I don't know anything, but that sounds fast to me. It is fast. That's crazy. Um, and what's cool <clears throat> is that it may be so. By the time so this show drops on June eighteenth. Yeah. And the release date for the album is June nineteenth. But uh, appropriately enough. COVID-19 has also impacted the music industry. Okay. So the way this works is I, I do the album, I mix and master everything. I get it all ready to go, get the album cover, you know, that sort of thing. Yep. I upload everything to a place called CD baby. Mm -hmm. They go through and make sure everything is kosher and then they send it off to all the platforms. So Spotify, Apple Mm. music, iTunes, Mm -hmm. Amazon, you know, Google so, Play, all of that. How does stuff. the pandemic affect all them? So what happened is that CD Baby, they don't have as much um, as many resources to do the album evaluation. Okay. So it may take longer for them to approve my album and push it out to Amazon and iTunes and Apple Music and Spotify and whatnot. Gotcha. And on top of that, each individual platform. May have backlogs. Mm, Okay. So it's one of those things where by the time people listen to this album, or by the time people listen to this podcast Uh that we're doing right now, um, most of them don't listen on Thursday night. Most of them start Friday and through the weekend. Technically, my album could be out there, but it's really going to be hit or miss on where it's available. So if if people want to listen to it on Apple Music, it may or may not be there. Right. If people, you know, there are a handful of people that buy it on iTunes, it right. may be there on day one. Right. On the 19th. I have no right. idea. So that kind of sucks. Right. Because now that things are starting to open up and everything's starting to ease up a little bit. Right. The stuff isn't as applicable now as yep. it was maybe a month ago. Yeah. But it's still fresh enough in everyone's mind where it's not going to be like, what is he talking about? Right. You know, I mean, it's right. still fairly. It's not like it was last generation. Right. I mean, this is the last. Right. Th- our whole spring was narrated by that right. or dominated by that. Right. Um, yeah, so June 19th is, is when ideally when it would be available on all those platforms, That'd but if cool. it's not there that day, then within the next week or two is I what hope is so. the assumption. Yeah. And the only other option I had was to set a release date for like August mm. that would guarantee. And I could tell everyone, yep. August 1st is the day it yeah, drops. Right. That's too long. Right. For a COVID-19 album. Right. It's going to come out sooner than that. So. So yeah, that's the plan. I've got COVID nineteen coming out. Yep. Like any time now, and then this fall I'll release the online dating album. Yep. And the COVID uh, album cover, I'm assuming, is going to be the COVID symbol that we've seen all over the news and newspapers. Mm-mm. What's the album? So cover? the album cover is. So it's a picture of me wearing my mask. 
Oh, good. With uh, and the mask has guitars on it. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Nice. And then COVID nineteen is written across the bottom, and mm-hmm. the O is the diagram of the virus itself. Oh, yep, that's the symbol that I'm talking. About. Okay. okay, all right, good. So, wow, yeah. All right, there you go. So, how many songs total? Ten. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. only ten on the COVID album. Mm-hmm. So, how many songs on the uh, online dating one? Thirteen. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm like, Exciting. I've got a. Two releases this year, and yeah. I'm like, so now what? Right. <laughs> Do I wait for another global crisis to, because I can't go back to the online dating well, and God knows I'll probably still be online dating a year from now, and I, so I have no idea what the next, yeah, what the next thing is going to be. But. I, uh, yeah, and that's the tough thing's inspiration. I mean, what do you, what do you right. write on? I don't know. I should write an album about you. I would love that. Could you All get ten songs out of that? I've known you for twenty one years. Yeah. You've got a lot could of stands in you. Could you get I, I could you get ten songs? Would that just be like one longer song? <laughs> or could you like oh, could no. you get ten separate songs? I don't I know if make, you could. I can make a song about the you know, the seatbelt stuff. I can make a song yeah. about the the dump picture. Yeah. I can make a, a song about the uh um Shit, that's only two. That's about it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's really not much there. Yeah, it, I'd have to sit down and think about it. I can't yeah, rattle the no, stuff. Right, I, I bet I could come up with yeah. 10 songs about Um you. That'd be a hell of an album that nobody would buy. <laughs> so if you want to waste all of your time writing it, you should. I'll buy it for sure, but nobody else was going to care about that album. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what would be hilarious is the album cover would be me on the toilet. Yes, obviously. Absolutely. That has to be the album cover, right? That would be the album cover. There's no way otherwise For to do sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I just there's no other way around it. Yeah. Um so All right. So there you go. So June 19th. Yeah. Um it's it it will be out there at some point after that. Yeah. And uh if there's a delay, it wasn't Chad's fault. He got it in wasn't. on time. I I knocked it out fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's crazy fast. I know I've been thinking about writing an album and I don't know if I'm going to get through it that fast. It's going to take me a little longer, but well, good luck. If you ever need the gear, you know where to come. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Cause I don't know how to play any instruments at all. So really I was just going to do like an acapella thing. Like where I just kind of like acapella, 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 acapella. Thank you. Where I just do an acapella, a what is it called again? Acapella. An acapella thing. There you go. Where I'm just like, Da, 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 da. Are you gonna have words, or is it just me? Da, 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 da. It's probably best that I just make noises because no <laughs> uh, then I don't want to be. I, typically, I'm, I'm a little pitchy. I've been told. A little pitchy. Yeah, so I, I, we can avoid that if I just make the noises. Um, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening, folks. Um, homeless kids of Orange County. Okay, we'll see you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> it's super sad. <laughs> Buy his album. Bye. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs>